Good morning and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me. Christ is eternally glorified. This that we have had revealed to us through the Word of God. Uh, as we searched the scriptures, we saw that, that he is, uh, as he ascended, he was highly exalted by God the Father at the right hand and as as it's the author of hebrews wrote the, at the right hand of majesty on high uh paul uh testifying as he's writing as he's inspired by the holy spirit he is highly exalted given a name that is above every name that at the name of jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess now we as we were speaking on the ascension of christ we uh brought out several uh, uh, significant events that happened uh, at his ascension and after his ascension. The first thing that we covered, of course, was his glorification. That was the most important thing because, as Scripture says, uh, the Holy Spirit would not have been sent had Christ not been glorified. So we know through scripture, by the truth of God's word, that he is in fact glorified. But I want to look at John's testimony, the apostle John's testimony, as he is writing of Christ, the revelation of Christ, the unveiling of Christ in the book of Revelation chapter 1. And if you have your Bibles, I would invite you to turn over with me. If you don't have your Bibles, I would ask you to pause the broadcast and get them. Let's read along together these wonderful uh, revelations from God's word. Revelation chapter 1, I'm going to start reading there in verse 5. He says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him, listen, listen closely, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they that and they which pierced him, and all kinders of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. Christ speaking of his glorification himself in verse 8 of Revelation chapter 1, he says, I am, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. That word Almighty carries with it the meaning of the all-ruling God, absolute and sovereign, universal, sovereign God. The Lord Jesus Christ proclaiming himself as the all-ruling Son of God, God himself, as the second person of the triune Godhead, the Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer, the King of glory, one who has been given a name that is above every name. And one day, one day soon, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. Yes, Christ has in fact been glorified. Now, as we were going through these messages, we did mention several things I, 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 with the, you know, for sake of repeating myself, but I want to make this clear. Very significant events happen at Christ's glorification. 
Number one, the significant thing of his first significant thing of his ascension was his glorification. But the second, and we will cover this uh, a little bit this morning, going along in this message, was the second uh, significant event was the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit. And this, and, and in the, the upcoming messages, we will cover this in detail. And I invite you to please follow along as we learn and grow in our knowledge, uh, in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the grace of God and what the gifts and remarkable gifts we've been given. We must fully understand about everything about the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying we can understand everything, but we will cover a great deal about the Holy Spirit. But we must understand the significance of the Holy Spirit, who he is, and so on, to fully appreciate this most miraculous and remarkable gift uh, of the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to turn over, if you have your Bibles again, to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. And there I want to read uh, verse 49. And behold, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. He said, And behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you. But tarry ye here in the city of Jerusalem, until ye be endowed with power from on high. Then turn over with me to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He's speaking to his disciples again. He says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. No doubt Jesus saying, that he would, the Father would, send the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus had assured us, and we covered this in the, the rebroadcast there on July, uh, I'm sorry, June the 8th, about the Christ assurance of the gift of the Holy Spirit. So I want to touch on those verses as we go along right here this morning. But the Word of God tells us here, and uh, in John chapter 14, turn over with me to the Gospel of John chapter uh, chapter 14, verse 16. We'll start reading. He says that this is Jesus speaking to his disciples again and speaking to us as well. The word of God speaks to our hearts and speaks to the hearts of every man that will hear it. Uh, the, the Lord Jesus says right here to us and his disciples, he says, and I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter. That comforter word there is a is a trans in transliteration from the Greek means helper, counselor, advocate. He will give you another helper, one that comes alongside that he may abide with you forever, that he may stay with you forever. For the spirit of truth, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth in you and shall be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. That's word, that what that word in the King James translates to. He says, I will not leave you comfortless, but that means orphans. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And I want you to turn over to John 15, chapter 15, verse 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, 
which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Then I want you to turn it over to John chapter 16, just a chapter over. We'll start reading there in verse 7. Nevertheless, Christ speaking again to us and his disciples, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for that for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, remember the Holy Spirit, he's already identified the Helper, the Comforter, as the Holy Spirit. The Comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. No doubt, Christ made it. He proclaimed it and made it as clear as it can be. Once he ascended to the Father, he would request and pray to the Father that the Father would send the Holy Spirit. He would give the Holy Spirit unto mankind. Now, and Christ said right here, he said, I will send him unto you. He gave us the assurance and he gave us the proclamation and he told his disciples before he ascended, I will send the promise of my father, which you have heard of me. But we look as we look and begin to look at the Holy Spirit. Have you ever had questions about the Holy Spirit? Questions like who is the Holy Spirit? When was the Holy Spirit and where was the Holy Spirit given? Why is it important that the Holy Spirit was given? How and who can receive the Holy Spirit? Where does the Holy Spirit reside? What does the Holy Spirit do? By the will and grace of God, it is my prayers that we can receive these the answers to these questions as we glean from the Word of God, which is, the final authority in all things concern, that concern us. I encourage you. I encourage each of our loyal listeners. And if you enjoy the podcast, I ask you that you would share it with friends and family, that the word of God might spread throughout the world. I encourage each one of you that is listening now to continue to join us as we take this remarkable journey through the word of God. and take this journey with us here at the words from the word of God and we take the journey through the word of God and I truly pray that it will enlighten your hearts and minds to the miraculous gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward so forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the word of God. God bless.